Welcome back to Shut Account, and you're listening to episode 11, which is a continuation of uh, episode 10. Steven and I just left off talking about the new releases or the announcement of the new releases, the uh, Nikon cameras, Z6, Z7, and the Canon cameras, and even uh, got into a little conversation I mentioned here and there of the Fuji cameras and possibly what Panasonic might come out with. Uh, where you left us, we were just praising uh, Nikon and Canon for coming out with uh, converters for their lenses. So join us as we continue that conversation. But I don't know if you remember the uh, when the um, th- with the Nikon, I was watching uh, Tony and Chelsea, and uh, they they really felt bad. They couldn't recommend the Nikon because uh, they were doing the autofocus test okay they, they were saying the adapter didn't work as great uh, with auto focusing on the older lenses uh I, i'm not sure if they said that but i know they do it you know how they they had the person walk towards the camera and then they will track they'll see how how, how the camera tracks the face oh right they just walk towards you know which is a good test to really show if the autofocus is really good or not and the nikon was struggling it missed so many shots and so they, they felt bad they felt really bad uh, but uh, I'm sure this is something that can be fixed with firmware, hopefully. Yeah, and, you know, and then the thing is, um, Canon is saying that they have, if I remember this correctly, the bodies that they put in people's hands are production uh, bodies. The lenses are pre-production. Uh, so what's true of Nikon is that everything they had was pre-production. So they, if if the focus wasn't working to um, Tony and Chelsea's liking, then it's possible, uh, or I'm hoping likely that you know Nikon will improve it by the time it's ready to become a production release. Yeah, I remember they said that was a pre-production. So, uh, but you know, if you're gonna release for pre-production, that's because the focus it missed so many. I was watching it, it missed so many, and for pre-production, that that seems like a rushed product. Uh, I agree with it you. Should I mean, be a little better, you know, a little better. Um, but um, hopefully, hopefully they will, they will, I'm hoping they will, they, will, they will fix it with their framework. Yeah, I, I agree that you want to make sure that if you're going to put something in someone's hands, that you you know even even if it is pre-production, you want to make sure that it's working as um, best as possible, right? So you're not going to have uh, that the negative marketing out there, you know, already before you release it. So I get that. Uh, I am curious about um, the autofocus performance of Nikon because, again, um, I think I think in the market Nikon is is a little is a little bit behind, right? When it comes to everyone else, uh, we haven't been doing a lot of talking up on Fuji, but Fuji has face to tech and the eye autofocus, um, and the great thing that even the Fuji XC3 is doing is that it has that eye autofocus in continuous um, autofocus modes as well as video. Uh, I heard that reported. So that's that's really great, you know, and, and if there and if that autofocus is is works flawlessly, then I think that alone might put them ahead of the pack, you know, when it, at least when it comes to autofocusing. The Canon has um, the eye autofocus as well, so it's, it and it had it already had the great dual pixel um, technology, you know, from Canon. And that's, that's always been a plus, but Nikon always to me felt like a little bit like left in the past, you know, yes, it had like the face detect, 
Um, but it was always known that uh, now I'm thinking about video now um, that the Nikon's autofocus just wasn't as great. You know, it was always like a little bit more sluggish. Um, I saw a marketing video from Nikon uh, recently where it was showing the autofocus and, and, you know, the people that were using the camera body. Now, this was the Z7. They're saying how well it worked. And I did hear um, somebody else uh, report in another in a different video how they were very happy with the autofocus on the Nikon in videos and in stills. So I'm hoping that they've got an improvement there. Now, I'm not hearing any talk of um, anything such as eye autofocus from Nikon, but I'm hoping that they're working on something like that. And if we're not going to see it in the Z6 and Z7 bodies, I'm hoping by a Mark II of these bodies or a different body that's also mirrorless that we're going to start seeing that. At least that's what I'm hoping for, because I think they need to step up their game when it comes to that. Now, the thing that they did do that I heard that was reported on that, uh, that was a plus is that every single one of their um, uh, autofocus points is not only um, phase detect, but it's also contrast detect uh, autofocus. So so that's a good thing. I don't even think that's the case of um, of uh, Canon. Uh, so so I think so. So I think Nikon is at least trying to do something there. So that's yeah. kind of good. Yeah, I mean uh, to talk about some of the uh, the other plus too with the kind of I like the design. Uh, I, I, it looks like a DSLR. It, it, look, it looks big, but I do like the way it looks. Especially, I don't know if have you paid attention to the the shutter button on the Canon. It is so beautiful. I did not actually. Oh, you have to I'll look have to at take it. It's, look. it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> if I had that camera, all I keep doing is just pressing that shutter. It's very beautiful. Um, I just like the design, the, the dials. Uh, it's it's very attractive. So that's one of the pl the dual pixel two is good. It's it's still slow. I think they can improve. I wouldn't use dual pixel for sports photography or anything like that. It's it's still not up to speed. Uh, and the single they the the uh, I believe they have the eye detect and face detect on the Canon, but it only works in single single autofocus. If you put it in continuous, it doesn't it doesn't work at all. And yeah, and that's a weird choice. Yeah, that that was weird. <laughs> you know, that I just why? I mean, if if you're tracking somebody, a kid running, and you want to be able to track them really well, or, or if a bride is walking towards you, you want to put on that continuous sort of focus and track them. You know, especially their face or their eye. So to take that out, maybe it doesn't have enough processing power. I I'm not sure, but uh, compared to Fuji, the X-T2, it has the eye detect and face detect also. It works in both single and continuous, but the problem is that it never worked well. It never worked well. I remember when I first got my X-T2, I had that turn on and I was trying to rely on that to nail my shots, especially with the face and the eye. And I missed so many good shots because it just never worked well. They came out with firmware to fix it but it still wasn't working and finally with the release of the xt3 they they have they have kind of this they sort of have admitted the reason why and because the xt2 didn't have enough processing power so with the xt3 it has enough processing power it has a, i think it has a um it's a, it's, a, it's a dual core processor so it, it can process it much faster and i was watching a youtube video and this person was testing it and uh, the eye detect and it works it works just like the Sony 
and I'm I'm so excited about it. Uh, uh, you know, especially if you have to uh, use it in videos, it it, it tracks that the subject really really well. So. Uh, Fuji is doing really well, and they also have changed their native ISO. It starts at 160. On the uh, XT2, it was 200. So you always, you know, you always want to go as low as possible with your with your ISO, uh, especially for noise. So 160 is welcomed, uh, and uh, you can do 4K up to 60 60 frames um, per second, which is great. It, it does uh, even uh, it records in uh, 10 bit. Whereas the Sony, which is supposed to, you know, the Sony A7 III, it's, it's, it's 8 bit. So that's, you know, Fuji, Fuji, Fuji is really listening. They, they're doing really well. And you can do internal um, 4K and external too. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, for uh, APS-C sensor, they are really showing that APS-C is not dead. You can still improve upon it and make it better. I, I only wish they, you know there were there were rumors that the XT3 will come out with um, 30 megapixel and it came out with a 26 and I was a bit disappointed because you can't get more megapixel out of APS-C so I was hoping at least they can you know boost that boost that uh, megapixel and that will it might be a plus though oh yeah absolutely it, yeah it might be a plus right because um so the I'm at a, like a weird point right now right so. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm an, I like Nikon because that's what I shoot with right now. I'm actually a crop sensor shooter with Nikon D7100. I am very curious about what Fuji is doing uh, with the APS-C uh, because it is a crop sensor camera. Uh, some people have mentioned, well, they were they themselves were hoping that they would went up on the megapixel count, but that probably that's a good thing because maybe Fuji saw that they didn't want to go up any higher because they want to keep that image as clean as possible. They don't want to introduce more noise. Right. And I, I would argue at least for what I shoot. I mean, I've, I've had images blown up. Uh, I don't know, man, I, I can't remember the size now, but pretty big. Let's say like almost like poster board size, as far as the, the poster board you might buy for like your school's kid project. You know, with my, uh, I think that the D7100 is a 24 megapixel uh, camera. I, I think you're, you're within that 22 to that, that 20, 24 megapixels and now 26 megapixels. I, I think is, I think it's good enough. You know, I, I'm, but I, I'm super curious with what Fuji's doing. Uh, I think, I think it's awesome. I think out of all the cameras that we talked about, they, they're doing, they have like more of the best moves. Um, the greatest, um, uh, the greatest, um, what's the word, uh, features, uh, that they're building in their camera because, you know, it, it really looks like they're really paying attention to the video and the stills, um, photographer and they're doing their best, um, to, to satisfy both. Um, we keep hearing from, uh, certain Canon rap reps, uh, whenever we hear of people that have had an opportunity to talk to them and ask them, Hey, why did you take your 4k and crop it? You know, uh, we've heard some reps mention, well, Canon does make, uh, camera, camera bodies, um, that's dedicated to movies or to video. Uh, so they have that. So why don't you buy a video camera instead of these, um, you know, these smaller, um, cameras for that's more suited for stills. To me, I think that's a weak excuse. I think Fuji is, is, is doing a good job and giving us even little features. Like I, I was watching a video on this Fuji X-T3 the other day. 
where they were showing that it had like a little, I mean, this is like a really simple feature, right? But having a light on the body of the camera on the front and the back, uh, to, to show, um, that, you know, that you're recording, you know, I, I think it's just, it just little touches like that, you know, really shows that they're, they're trying to listen and, and they're, they're trying to, uh, please their customer base. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's why I agree with you. That's something I like about Sony. They, not Sony, uh, Fuji, uh, they listen to the community. They do, and, and, and you know, all the community has to do is keep asking and asking, and they they will they will they will just add it in. And they have something called uh, kaizen. And I think in Japanese it kind of means in continuous improvement. So Fuji has this um, tradition of taking old cameras and. Sometimes even adding features from a newer, newer, a new released camera into an old uh, camera, if if they are, you know, if they are able to, you know, uh, program it well, and it can it can handle it can handle that feature, they will put it in. Uh, so um, I mean, they I mean they did that with the, for example, with the XT XT two. Uh, when it came to the four K, you couldn't do. Um, internal um, S log, uh, F log, um, in the in the um, in the Fuji. You know you have to you have to do it through an external recorder, and the community kept asking for it that it's possible you can do it. And when they came out with the XH one and they were able to do it in the XH one, well, they released a firmware and for the XT two that allows it to do that. You know, and most 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 manufacturers will charge you. You know, for another a new camera to, to to get that feature, but Fuji listens and they are always improving. And a few a uh, couple of months ago, they they released a um, a firmware to make even the autofocus on the XT2 even quicker. It, and it's so fast, it's it's unbelievable that they keep making. And then they you know even with the XT1, they added more firmware. Can you believe they're still releasing firmware for like an XT1, and it makes the XT1 look new. So these these are little things that then they do. It makes uh, it keeps their fan base. Uh, you know, you, you get that loyalty from your fan base, and and you keep getting more market share. And and Fuji, simply put, it is fun to shoot. You can't put Fuji down once you pick it up. It's fun to shoot. To me, Fuji has the best colors. I, I've never seen any camera that has the best colors. Fuji just has great colors. It, it's it's amazing. I, I I hardly adjust for auto 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 balance or auto white balance. I, I I never adjust for my white balance. It's it's always almost on point. It, it's it's that good. Uh, their lenses are sharp. Uh, when I got the XT two, for example, it came with a kit lens, the eighteen to fifty five. They call it a kit lens, but that I think that was a big disservice. That that lens is not a kit lens. It's 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 sharp. It's really sharp. So. It just doesn't have a like a constant um, uh, aperture, you know, throughout the, the the whole range. But that lens is super sharp, so they listen. So it to the sounds, front. yeah. It's it sounds like if you had uh, to advise someone who uh, doesn't own any cameras, and they ha- we have all these new cameras coming out, and they have a little bit of money to spend, I think you could make a strong argument um, for Fuji for Fuji yeah. film. Absolutely, and and the XD XD three is fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, that's wow. even less than what the XD I believe what the XD two cost when it first came out. 
so you get more value for your money you, you, and you could customize the xd uh xd3 you know it's, it's like like the xd2 it's the same body size it's it's very customized uh, you could you could customize it to the way you 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 want and to, you know, to make the camera uh work well and and you know uh, work with your workflow so i i really like fuji for what they're doing they are really listening i like i said i the reason why i was talking about the higher megapixel was because the xt3 has uh the uh a bsi you know which is the uh um, the back sensor um illumination you know mm -hmm. yeah so you know with that it allows the, the the camera to collect more light and less noise so you expect that okay then we can get more more megapixels so maybe this is just a a preview that maybe an xt4 will have that more megapixel because if they have a bsi already in it you know the backside illuminated sensor then um it, it shows it shows uh there are better things coming ahead so for me as an xt2 owner i i will skip the xt3 it's a great, it's a great camera, but I'll wait for the XT4 because I know it's gonna have even better features. But if someone is starting in photography and they need a camera, I would tell them pick up, pick up a Fuji. They, it's it's built to, uh, especially those dials. You don't have to go into a menu and fiddle and look for an ISO and turn a dial somewhere. It's right on top of the camera. You just turn it and, and you know you don't have to think. You can focus on on your composition and and creativity. Well, I think it's so you said something that I want to hold on to. Um, I, I kind of came up with these uh, these sort of things that I was looking for more so from uh, Canon and Nikon, um, where I feel like what they came out with can probably be good for um, some some consumers who feel like it's enough for them to pick it up. But as far as the overall market, wanted to see them do um, different things or, or more. And I think, like we said before, like, you know, you can argue that the X-T3 is, uh, is coming really strong, you know, nipping on uh, Nikon and, and Canon's heels and maybe even uh, taking some potential like, you know, Sony customers away. Uh, if people uh, can ignore the fact that it is a crop sensor and see that, you know, that technology is good enough today that that shouldn't um, be uh, such a big deal. Uh, so I kind of had like this like little list, but I think it's interesting, uh, before I go into the list, I think it's interesting that you said you might even wait for the XT4. And I think that's, that's sort of the way of like how I want to conclude, uh, these releases. Um, but before I get to that conclusion, uh, I'll say I was looking at the Nikon, um, there were certain things that I saw that I thought, wow, I kind of wish they did a little, a little bit better. And I'm looking forward to, to them uh, next time around, um, taking care of these things. So some of the things I saw for the Nikon was I was thinking about video. You know, I wish they had like more of a focus on video and and and, and, and at least matching what Canon has always done and trying to match with um what Sony is doing. But I'm happy that they at least have now given us a flat profile in video uh, with the N log. I think that's uh I think that's a good thing. Uh, so at least they're stepping in in that direction. I also saw that some of their marketing was touching on video and showing us how um easy and capable that the, uh, the Z7 at least I didn't see one on a Z6 but a Z7 is at shooting so at least they're thinking about it 
I want to see more when it comes to uh, their autofocus capabilities and, and hear something about eye, auto, uh, eye autofocus or give us something else, you know, that's brand new, that's never been done before, you know, as far as autofocus goes. I would like to hear a little bit more conversation about color science. I mean, so many people are talking about Fuji color science and the Canon color science and Sony, how they're always improving their colors. Um, I personally don't have issues with Nikon, but it'd be great to hear that they're not trying to be left behind when it comes to that discussion. Uh, the lens lineup I felt was kind of weak for Nikon. So uh, 28 to 70 f4 is not really that imaginative. It would have been great if they did something better there. And actually having a fully articulating screen. I know they keep giving us these like flippy screens, um, but, you know, they did not think about the uh, wedding photographers and not having the two um, card slots. And they're not thinking about the um, vloggers by not giving us a fully articulating screen. Um, and so I think overall they're kind of too passive there. And then when I think about Canon, um, I feel like, you know, there's so many strengths that they have. I just wish they were, they were more aggressive in crushing the market and giving us even more, you know, like, like really showcasing the video capabilities and that they, they're not, um, forgetting about that and, you know, stop worrying about, uh, splitting and dividing their market, um, in, 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 uh, cropping the 4k. It, it would have been great if it was an uncropped, uh, 4k for the Canon. Um, and then the eye autofocus, it's great that they have that, but it would have been great if they took it a little bit further and, um, kept it, um, not, not have it not lock when it's in the, um, a continuous autofocus mode and also try and get the technology to a point where we can use that in video as well. On the Sony side, I even thought about Sony. I think Sony is doing great things. So I think Sony is in a great position, you know, with, with these announcements where now all Sony has to continue to do is do what they've already been doing. And so I think the next things that will come out from them is for them to just be, uh, to continue to be incremental, you know, so they're probably in their next bodies, a seven, uh, a seven, three Mark two, you know, they'll probably continue to give us a better quality, um, EVF and, um, a rare LCD screen. And then maybe they'll continue to also improve upon the eye autofocus, you know, that they have there and give it to us in video uh, when, when shooting video. And uh, probably also perhaps add a fully articulating screen. Um, Fuji, keep doing what it's doing. Uh, keep being innovative. Awesome. Uh, but but that's my, my, my take on those guys. Did, did I miss anything, Steve? Uh, I would say I know we've been bashing uh, Canon and uh, Nikon. Uh, we love both. We love both of you. Just in case they're listening, uh, or the fans are listening, just you just want them to improve. But I'll, I'll talk about something, um, some things I wish Sony would improve. Since I, you know, I am slowly getting to the Sony Sony world. Uh, the Sony, I know the the A seven three is the budget or the entry level uh, camera, uh, but I mean it's more than that. But I, I wish they will the next iteration they will they will um, have. Um, but um, LCD screen, like you said, uh, it's it's really poor. I mean, that's 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 a cheap LCD screen in there, and also the EVF, the EVF uh, daytime, perfect, no issues. Uh, nighttime is is the problem. I mean, nighttime is you you really see the how um, you know you you see the the flaws in that EVF. It's just it's just that the quality is so bad. 
uh, at nighttime it's so grainy and it makes it look as if you are not you know you you haven't properly exposed for your photos you know when you take when you're taking doing night photography and uh, because the evf is is just so bad it looks noisy but when you take the photo i mean it's fine but it just looks it looks bad so i wish to improve in that i'm i'm praying you know sony will improve in their color science when i when i came to sony i struggled a lot with um uh colors uh sony works well on you know landscape and anything other than skin tones it, it, it you know that's his biggest weakness the skin tones it doesn't do well i noticed with caucasian people it works fine but anybody dark skin uh an african-american it just sometimes it, it creates this weird um i don't know pigment in the skin it, it just doesn't look right and that's something i struggled with when i first came and it took me a while to learn how to process uh, skin tones with with Sony uh, cameras. Uh, I was I was very disappointed. I that's when I started missing my my Canon, and you know, I, I was using more of my Fuji. But once I learned how to do that, um, I was able to um, correct for the you know the skin tone. So I'm hoping they will be able to get us the color signs like Fuji and and uh, Canon. Uh, if they can do that, um, you know. Yeah, good for them but sony and and also one thing i also wanted to bring out is sony um please improve on your build quality uh, the build quality in the sony is 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 cheap i mean if you look at something like uh um, fuji i mean fuji you, you, you pick up that camera and you, you could tell they really paid paid attention to the build quality sony doesn't do that uh, i feel like uh, sony releases so many cameras uh you know they're like samsung right they're always releasing phones constantly so and i feel when they release too many products like that uh, quality begins to suffer especially build quality and i just to share my experience just recently i posted a video on uh, the sony um uh, facebook community and believe it or not one of my sd cards um will not hold the the, the sd the, the you know the sd slot will not hold the sd card I have to push it in really hard and this just started happening recently for a camera that's just two months old that shouldn't have that shouldn't have happened so now i have to send my camera back in uh, because the um, slot number one wasn't you know you have to, you push your sd cards and your sd card in and it bounces back up and other people were complaining about the same thing and the build quality is not good i mean right now the, even the horse like the horse shoe is all scratched up i haven't even used it that much and my Fuji that I've had for two years doesn't even have that scratch, you know. So uh, Sony needs to work hard and uh, just pay attention to the build quality. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think for Fuji, uh, they need to, if the Fuji can give us an articulated screen, that would be awesome because, I mean, they will, <laughs> a lot of people will thank them for that. And Fuji has shown that they are improving with video. They are taking video very seriously. I think they need to, uh sony and panasonic will have to watch out for them they are getting really good with their with their um with their video and they are paying close attention um and canon please uh i know you, you don't want your mirrorless and to you know maybe cannibalize on your um very expensive uh, 4k cameras out there or 5k cameras out there but you know for consumers like you and i that cannot afford these high-end cameras you know if, if sony is putting these 
features. Sony and Fuji and Panasonic are putting these features in these bodies. They need to do that, and then that that will help them keep their their fan base. And I think you've said everything also for Nikon. So yeah, that's just that's just what I have. Okay. And, you know, so it's not like totally like a doom and gloom uh, podcast because uh, <laughs> when I thought about it, I thought, oh, man, you know, I I want to say a few things I didn't like, but I'm going to talk about all these things I do like. But we were able to come up with like a good list of things that we would like to see more on. Um, but I, I am happy that now um, all of these players have shown their hand and uh, we're now going to have a market full of um, uh, full full frame uh, mirrorless cameras and I think that's exciting and, I, and, I, and I'm looking forward to the competition between these manufacturers that come out from that I'm looking forward to the innovation that each um, Nikon, Canon and Sony will continue to have I would be excited to see um, Panasonic get into this as well even if Panasonic does not decide to go full frame but they just they continue to do what they're doing with mirrorless I think that's, that'll continue to be exciting as well uh, and Fuji continuing to do what they do. I think that's a great thing. And, and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, so I was talking about that conclusion of the matter before. So like, like with the gear acquisition syndrome, the way that works is when you see new announcements, you're excited. You're, you're thinking, hey, man, you know, what can I do to afford this? Because I want to get my hands on these, these new bodies. A few days have gone by now. And uh, I was sitting and thinking about it. Um, as a matter of fact, I was um, in here, set up kind of like I'll call it my home studio, but I was in my bedroom, put up, put up a back, um, uh, put up one of my back back screens to um, shoot a uh, shoot some clothing. Uh, it's work something I was working on a personal project for um, a local brand down here in Charlotte, and um, I was thinking like you know I'm happy with my camera, you know I, I was happy with the images I was getting. Uh, again, it's a D7100. It's not the it's not the latest. I mean, there's a D7200, uh, D7500 now actually. Um, but I'm I'm happy with it. I mean, I feel like I have enough megapixels there with twenty to twenty four. I'm happy with the dynamic range. I'm happy with the dual card slots. Um, I'm happy with how the images uh, come out. I think it's really cool. So. I think some of these things that we mentioned, as far as oh, I kind of wish this camera would have had this or had that. These are things that I'm personally waiting on that that I'm personally waiting on uh, that I would like to see, you know, that would make me open up my wallet. You know, what would make me open up my wallet is, um, again, like I said, I I like Nikon, you know, Um, if I saw from Nikon um, or any of these manufacturers, you know, like as you said, like in that articulating screen, um, I'm looking forward to being able to play around with the truly silent shooting uh, that these mirrorless uh, cameras give us, you know, I'm looking forward to better autofocus. I want to, I want to start getting in the video and I would like to be able to produce 4k images and load those up to YouTube, um, and play around with these higher bit rates when it comes to that, you know? And so, you know, in IBIS, man, it, uh, in body stabilization, image stabilization, I, I don't think we mentioned that. Well, you did mention that the Fuji did not have that. Um, I don't think we mentioned that the Canon does not have that. So I think that's a good thing that Nikon put it in there. So, it shows me that they're taking some steps toward video. So, but, but these are things that I need to see in a big way. Um, when I stepped into my D7100 camera, it, I came to it because, um, uh, at the time I wasn't thinking about video at all. For stills, it, 
gave me everything that I wanted and it continues to give me everything I wanted. So I'm really not unhappy with it. And since I'm not the strongest video shooter, I'm happy to continue to um, use the features that it does give me. Yes, it's 1080p. It's 1080p 60 cropped on an already cropped sensor. <laughs> so, you know, it, it can it can be <laughs> definitely can be better, right? The D7200 gives you 1080p 60 uncropped, you know, um, uh, so that's an advantage uh, for between the two. But, you know, hey, I'm, I'm happy to continue to play around um, with it. And there are a lot of photographers out here that's like me. You know, like we're just a little bit um, uh, stingier with our pockets, you know, like, no, give me something really great first before I'm ready to spend. And, um, you know, um, I wanted to let the listeners uh, uh, remember that we're not, um, you know, just bashing at them, but uh, we want them to improve. And don't get me wrong, I I have a Sony and I have a, a Fuji and I love both cameras. Uh, if if I will always I still keep my Canon, I still have a lot of my Canon lenses, and if Canon will improve in you know add some of these features, I I don't mind going back to Canon. Uh, but um, I always tell people the best camera you have is is uh, you know is what you have you know the, you know so don't think you have to get the latest and greatest. Just the most important thing is to know how to use your camera well and. And once your camera cannot keep up with your demands, then maybe it's time to upgrade. But, but make the best use of what you have um, because that's the best camera that you have right now. And, and at the end, it's it, when people look at your your images, they're not going to tell, you know, they're not going to say this is a Canon or this is a Nikon. Or, they're just going to be impressed by what they see. So uh, we since we've used these cameras before is we just bring it out things that we wish that it will have that will make uh, photography easier and also it will allow it will free up the photographer to focus on composition and and creativity which is what we want you know the, the camera is supposed, it's supposed to be a tool to make it easy so you can focus on these things so uh, so you know hope, hopefully um, you know it's not we hope that you, many people don't think we're being negative but it's just because we just want to uh, for these uh, manufacturers to uh, improve uh, and, and and get better and so that we can open up our pockets and uh, they can take our money and we can also go out there <laughs> and shoot so uh, yes realistically we're talking about like our pockets and you know opening up our wallets a little bit to spend money on these cameras if Nikon gave me an opportunity to shoot with a Z6 or a Z7 and um, any of their new lenses, even the Z4, I think I'd be a little bit more excited with the 1.8. I think the other two are the 1.8 uh, lenses. I would gladly jump at that opportunity. As a matter of fact, if I could use a service like Borrow Lenses um, to, to play around these cameras, I know that I would fully enjoy shooting with the cameras that they have on offer. I know that for a fact. Um just looking for a little bit something more uh, before I spend money on it, but I'm I'm happy that they're they're playing around in the mirrorless market. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I always tell people just go out there, pick up the camera, test it out. I was very hesitant to go into Sony, and I, I once they came up with the A7 III, it had what I I was looking for. I had to make some compromises, but I mean that camera performs. I it's very sharp. It's it, it makes uh, shooting fun. It allows you to really focus on being creative. So, but again, um, 
go pick up the camera, play with it. I, I that's why you know, Sean, I, 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 I put up that new poll on my Instagram, um, to to see if people can tell the difference between uh, Fuji and Sony, and you know, some people had it correct, some people had it, you know, they mix them up, you know. So it doesn't really matter what you shoot with, just, just uh, ask yourself what what exactly am I, you know, what kind of photography do I want to do and and, you know these cameras have they don't have everything in them you have to like i said make some some compromises but uh, once you know what you want to do then you can know which you know which camera to camera brand or manufacturer to go with so um yep mm-hmm. yeah i agree you're right um well i think we uh, had a lot to talk about here with these uh these new cameras coming out and these announcements um uh, to everyone that's listening and that joined us on this episode number 10 uh, about the mirrorless outlook um thank you for joining us uh steven before we go do you want to tell them again where they can find you you can find me on instagram captured by steven underscore photography on facebook captured by steven photography and then on my website captured by steven.com and you can find me on instagram at team hall photo and facebook uh team hall photo so this is uh, another episode uh like steven said i i can concur with that please get out there keep shooting and uh we will i don't say see you i'm gonna have to fix this conclusion now uh keep shooting and come listen next time that's right (laughs) (laughs) all right steve